Now we're rolling Damage Plan MMA Podcast. I'm Jason. As always, my co-host, Mr. Zach Partridge, is in the house. We are back with another fighter spotlight. Uh, we are welcoming Mr. Steven Steyerwalt, uh, who will be fighting April 30th on the Fierce Fighting Championship card. And I don't know about you, Zach, but Steven's fight is probably one of my favorite fights on the card. And it's stacked. If you have not got your tickets yet, go to FierceFightingChampionship.com. If you're a fan of Steven's, click on his picture. Support the guy and get your tickets. Steven, welcome to the podcast, brother. Appreciate you having me on. Hell yeah, man. Steven, do you train up at SBG up in Idaho? I do. Yes, sir. SBG Idaho. Been here oh. for almost 10 years now. Oh. So so you know Rowdy Acres. I do know Rowdy, yeah. Yeah, he popped so, to the gym for a little while. He ended up retiring. Um, just yeah, chopping he, trees now. So he retired when he was at my gym, too. So – Rowdy yeah. <laughs> was the pro. Rowdy was the pro here in Utah that invited and encouraged me to take my first MMA class five years ago. Hey, fair enough, man. Cool. Hell yeah. yeah. So I now so Rowdy's I, not that. So I got to train with Rowdy for uh, about a year and a half before he moved up there. Heck yeah. Now Rowdy's Rowdy's a badass man. Yeah, I would go that far. Yeah, you, yeah. No, don't get that much. <laughs> he's he's a tough son of a bitch. We'll say yeah, that. No, he is. He is tough. Yeah. He is tough, but. Anyways, so you guys have, and from everything that I heard from them, you guys have a room full of killers up there. Uh, kind of, it's kind of built around. You guys have a lot of trading pa- partners that are around your guys' weight classes, right? The, that one thirty-five to one fifty-five range is that still the case? Yeah, I'd say so. We definitely have quite a few smaller guys. We don't really have a ton of big dudes at our gym. Um, we've had a few that come and gone, but they never stick around because. They just never have enough training partners. So, yeah, I'd say we have a pretty good stable of guys who are anywhere between 35 to, like, 70. What's your What's your background in martial arts? Uh, I mean, I grew up doing, like, karate and taekwondo and a lot of the traditional shit when I was younger. We got started when I was five. My parents got me into it as a way of, like, self-defense. And then I think I just took it further than just about anybody else in the family, so. Oh, I really enjoyed it. That, do you have siblings that used to compete in like Taekwondo and stuff? Yeah, yeah, no. Me and my older brother got into it to start with. And then my younger brother actually went through, got his black belt in uh, karate as well. Um, he wasn't as big on the uh, the sparring and stuff as we were, though. You know, me and my older brother were definitely the more competitive ones. Cool. Do any of them else fight? Do either of your the other brothers fight? No, just me. You're the crazy yeah. of the family. I, I guess so, man. I suppose so. We're all a bit of adrenaline junkies, but yeah, no, I, I definitely, I love it. I love it. I, it's, it's, dude, it's the, it, it's indescribable. It's indescribable for me. Like when people are like, "Why do you fight?" and I'm like, "You just, you just got to do it to know," you know? Oh yeah. Now so, I'm the same. I, we've always been guys who seek out kind of that that rush. So I'm into uh, other kind of more extreme sports too, dirt bike and snowboarding. I love all that stuff. So cool. you guys are crazy, man. I'll just stick to training. I don't want to get punched <laughs> in the face. <laughs> Getting punched is the best part. So Steve, you've been, you've been pretty active. You had, I'm looking at your topology. You had three fights last year. I did have three fights last year. Unfortunately, I uh, went Oh, for three on all of them, which kind of stinks. Um, to be honest, the last two, I felt I was pretty slighted on. Um, I've never been finished in my professional career. Um, yeah. All of them gone to decision. But those last two I thought were kind of whack. I, I, but. I actually watched your your last fight, and I, I thought you 
pretty much controlled most of the whole thing. I think I think it was the third round he was on top for a little bit, but it felt yeah, like you yeah, were so you were pressing first two rounds. Yeah, no, sorry, go ahead, man. Sorry, I was just gonna say, I was just saying, I thought I felt like you were doing more pressure and doing more damage. This was what I thought, but I I, I don't know if it was kind of a home hometown favorite they were giving the guy, or well, I, I don't know. That's how I felt afterwards, man. I was pretty upset after the decision. Obviously, I can't really do nothing about it, so I got over it pretty quick. But yeah, um, yeah, no, that fight it was kind of back and forth in the first round a little bit until I caught him with a head kick um, about halfway through the round, rattled him, kind of unleashed like a combo on him, and then I pretty much controlled the rest of that round, beating him up on the feet. I believe I even took him down at either the end of the first or the second round as yeah. well myself. Yep. Um, second round came out. Completely put the pressure on, held him up against the cage for the most part and yep. elbowed him, kneed him, kind of was just beating him up from there. And then he took me down with the last like 10 seconds in that second round. But it was 10 seconds. He wasn't able to do anything. And I dominated yep. the whole second round. And then the third round, man, I thought I was beating him up on the feet for the most part. Again, kind of just keeping that pressure on, getting the better shots in. And then about halfway through the round, maybe two and a half, maybe three minutes max, he was able to take me down. But he didn't do too much with it. Up until they clapped for the last 10 seconds, he had kind of like a big flurry at the end, which I'm sure kind of looked good in the eyes of the judges. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't think that takes away from two and a half yeah. rounds of me dominating. Yeah, but you, so you've been around the game for a while, right? So, like, you, you know, I, and one thing that I always ask so we've had the commissioner uh, from the Utah Athletic Commission, Scott Bowler, on the podcast before, and, and uh, we've had the opportunity to have a lot of conversations with him. And I, I talked to him a lot. And what he always is amazed is how many pro fighters and fighters and coaches don't know the judging criteria, right? And, and they talk about how they score rounds and stuff like that. And then, but then you get these ignorant comments too, where people are like, they get a takedown of 10 seconds left in the round. And they're like, oh, they stole the round. And it's like, nah, <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Or at least it's not supposed to work like that too, right? No. And so. No, I'm, Yeah. So where it is where, what it is, though, man. Do you know what they you, say? Don't put it in the hands of the judges. Dude, okay. Can, as a fighter, though, and I hear this all the time as a fighter, I'll just say this. I think what's one of the dumbest sayings, it's 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 the judge's job to be able to do their job correctly. Like if For sure. finishing fights yeah. was easy, we would all do it all the time. <laughs> it's it's dumb that that is the way it is. Yeah. But to be fair, is. that is the way it is, you know. Yeah. So I mean, it's well, whatever. We'll we'll see, but I think we have some of the best judges in Utah. Fair enough, hopefully, man. Fair enough. Hopefully, well, there's I'm... no judges needed. That's what I always like to say. Yeah. The, yeah, the you know, night, I'm, I'm definitely the judges get to take off. Yeah, after these last two, my man, I'm definitely going in with the fact that hey, it's like I'm the out of towner, so I got to go in and, and finish the fight. So I mean, that's the mindset I'm coming in with, anyways. Because again, these last two fights, they were they were kind of rough for me. I was pretty bummed out because. Um, even the one before that, when I fought uh, Jose Hernandez up in Washington, yeah. it was like that was that one was even worse. I feel like because I I dropped that guy like three times, Crazy. almost subbed him quite a few times, and still ended up losing the fight. I don't know. I don't know what more I could have done in that particular fight yeah. to win without having finished him. So here's so here's another question. Sorry, I'm kind of I'm I, you get me on these tangents. And I, and <laughs> you get him going. Funny. It's just how I go. Uh, do you, what do you think some of the best answers are to fixing some of those issues with judging so that we get the right outcome more often? My personal opinion, I think we should have more judges. I like the, having five judges. 
Yeah, I mean, more and more eyes on it probably couldn't hurt. To be honest, I just don't know enough about the people that they employ to do that. So, I mean, if you could get people who kind of know what the hell it is that they're looking at to judge the fights in the first place, I mean, that'd be good because, yeah, like I, said, I don't I don't know enough about who they're they're pulling in to actually judge these fights to really say too much on it. But, yeah, yeah, yeah I think have maybe employ like former fighters, you know, people who, who have been around the game for a while. Who, who know exactly what it is that they're looking for, you know? Yeah. I, I had that conversation with a retired former fighter. He's a coach of mine now. He's a good fighter, fought Bellator, was on the Ultimate Fighter, everything. And he's just like, yeah, but like, I there's so many gyms and stuff that I don't like. So he's like, I don't think I could totally be unbiased because he's like, you grew up competing <laughs> against all the local gyms, you know? It was funny. So, Stephen, let's let's talk a little bit about your, little bit about your fight. You're fighting Joe Haro. Um, what do you know about what do you know about Joel? To be honest, not that much, my man. Um, obviously, we we try and do a minimal amount of research. You know, I've looked him up a couple times, tried to find some fights on YouTube, and uh, couldn't really find anything for the most part. I believe his he's only got two fights as a professional. As a professional, but he's been yeah. fighting just about as long as I have. I yeah. know it looked like he had his first fight back in 2013, so he's been he's been at it for a while. Um, I think he only had one loss in his amateur career, so. We're expecting he's going to come out. He's going to be pretty well-rounded. You know, we peeked at his Instagram page, so I kind of at least have a little bit of an idea. It looks like he has some pretty decent striking. Looks like he can wrestle, so I'm sure he's going to bring it, you know, and I'm ready to bring it myself. So I love it. Um, but, yeah, no, we couldn't really find too much out I'll there. I'll send, you, I'll, I'll send you all of his training videos. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Got the inside track. Now. Got the inside track. No, he's – Your inside man over yeah. here. No, um, um, no – so one thing that was interesting to me when we were matching this fight is uh, is your experience. How much do you think that that is an advantage and plays into going into fights like this? Fighting like you know he's fighting. You're fighting the the hometown kid. He's two and zero as a pro, like you said. Um, but you have a wealth of experience. How much do you think that that plays into your favor? Uh, I mean, it's got to mean something, I suppose. I've been been at it for a while, but like I said, I mean, it seems like he's. He's been training just as long, you know. He's been at it just as long. Um, I may have more fights underneath my belt, but I don't know. I mean, he's also been fighting since 2013, so I'm sure there are some fights that might not be on his record either because you look at my amateur record and it's pretty small, but yeah. I had quite a few more fights than that that just gotcha. were unsanctioned, you know, because Idaho was a lot different back then. Yeah. I um, so I think overall I've had over I'm, – I'm, I'm pushing almost 20 fights now. Wow. Okay. So oh, yeah. pro pro record is is on point, but yeah, my amateur record is is you can't really find all of them. I noticed your your last fight back in December was a main event. You got to be kind of happy about not having to wait in the back for for another main event yeah. spot, right? I, to be honest, I don't even know where I'm at in the lineup, but yeah, no, that kind of stank. To be honest, yeah. So I've had another fight that was also I think a main event too, and it it always stinks just having to like sit back there forever. That event too. Since you you were there, you know they got started like an hour and a half late because <laughs> they didn't have the paramedics there. Yeah, yeah. What? It's crazy. That makes yeah, me yeah. wrong. They well, luckily it was, it was a real long night. We had the UFC card going on at the same time, and I got to finish all the fights before I ever got a fight. <laughs> oh my god! Dang. I I may have ended at a local card here. Sixteen fights. I didn't walk out till almost midnight. Yep. No, night. that was that was that card there, but. 
the only reason that was is because we started like an hour and a half, two hours late because they didn't know they needed paramedics. Apparently, you are the sixth fight, sir. There you go. And and the fights, right. and fights start at five. So out of the, a six, let's see, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, fourteen. Fourteen fights. Yeah, that's not bad. We'll be in and out. You guys will be eating dinner by eight o'clock, nine o'clock. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> go go get, go grab a seat and watch it. We we have a really fun card planned for the whole night, so you can grab a seat and go watch the rest of some good fights too. After. Yeah, no, I mean that's typically what we'll do. So, Stephen, oh, uh, one last question for me: How do you see the fight ending on on April thirtieth? And don't say with your hand raised. It's a cop out. Yeah, <laughs> you can, you can, I mean, you can use that's wrestling. How I would like the fight to end, but you know, it's it's fighting, man. You never really know. But like I said, you know, I'm coming prepared. Um, I know my record seems like it's kind of, you know, doo-doo, but trust me, it's like, it's, it's deceiving. My record's deceiving. I'm going to come, I'm going to bring the heat. Um, again, never been finished. So, you know, I'm going to bring the fight win or lose. It's going to be a scrap. I am, I am so excited about, obviously I I have a close relationship with Joel. I'm super excited about this fight. I I watched your fights. I know you have a ton of experience and, and I know the fans are going to be in for a phenomenal fight. So if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, like I said in the beginning, fiercefightingchampionship.com. If you're a fan of Stevens, click on his picture, support the guy. There's a pay-per-view link over there, so everybody in Idaho will be able to watch on the pay-per-view. Make sure you click that pay-per-view link. Uh, Steven, any any sponsors you want to give a shout-out to? Uh, I guess all my normal ones, there's not a ton to, to reach out to, but Feed My Fit, you know, they've been giving me meals and stuff for the last couple of years to, to kind of help with my weight cut and stuff, and then helps cut down on my grocery bills. Uh, the guys at Tigatu, um, they do a lot for us fighters here as well as they travel around a lot and do a ton of, you know, sports stuff. So maybe check out their page, Tigatu. Um, uh, who else? Obviously my gym for one, um, you know, been training here for 10 years. Uh, and then I think think that's about it. Dylan Lucher. He takes some photos for the fighters here at the the gym as well. Check out his media page, Dylan Lucher media. Um, I think that's about it, my man. Oh, and I've been uh, hitting weights over at Rock and Armor, so I'll give them a shout yeah. out too on the podcast. Right. Um, Hit the weights, baby. Right on, weights. Steven. Appreciate you taking time out of your day and joining us. Hey, we got to see, got to show us the dog. We got to see the beagle before we leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the yes. uh, hey, lock. See the gym dog. Oh, <laughs> what up? <laughs> <laughs> He's just chilling. Steven, thanks again, man. We'll see you down here April thirtieth, man. Can't wait. April thirtieth, Fear Fighting Championship. Come check us out. We out of here. All right. Take it easy, guys. Thank you.